Welcome to Beyond the Castle Run, your Run Disney Galaxy broadcast. And hi, I'm Sylvia Castle Runner. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 29, Family, Fun, and Run Disney. Now, you're all pumped and psyched for your race weekend, but what about your family? How do you include them in the race weekend and what are they going to do? Of course, there is the parks and you plan to go to the parks, but what else can your family do? And how can they get involved with Run Disney? Well, first of all, if your children are five and older, I would highly suggest to um, all of you do the 5K together. It's a very family-friendly race. It's walking-friendly. And it's a great way to get them excited about running and about the races you are going to do over the weekend. And you can do this in both Walt Disney World and Disneyland. The 5Ks tend to fill up quickly, especially in Disneyland. There's a lot of locals, a big local turnout. So be sure to register for your family at the same time you register yourself for the half or the 10K. Next, I would suggest um, put your kids in the kids' races. This will really give them a taste of what you're going to do this weekend. And it's going to get them excited and help them understand why you're so excited. Because they can dress up just like you are. And they can race just like you are. And they'll get a medal just like you do. Disneyland has races for 8 and under. While Disney World has a, a broader range because they have the ESPN zone. And they have races for 13 and under. And they both have a diaper dash. Now, the diaper dash has to be the cutest race ever. So if you have a little one, um, definitely don't think that they can't be a part of it. It is so much fun to see Mickey get on his knees and encourage those little crawlers to cross the finish line. So cute. So everyone, like I said, gets a medal. And your kids are given the Royal Run Disney treatment. It's it's really a lot of fun. Now, you're going to have to do that also uh, when you register for your race because the kids' races fill up quickly, too. But what are they going to do during the half marathon or the marathon? So, Disneyland and Walt Disney World have a little different approach to... Uh, to families. In Disneyland, they have what they call viewing parties, and in Walt Disney World, it's called the Cheer Squad. But they both allow special viewing, food, and cheer gear for your family. Walt Disney World is actually going to provide seating at the finish line. Uh, Disneyland, uh, depending on how they set things up, may not have that because of space. You know, Walt Disney World has more space, uh, bigger parking lots, and whatever. But they're both really a lot of fun. My family has done them. The price will range anywhere from $50 to $80. And each race offers a little different flavor of those family viewing parties. But they're basically the same. They basically offer the same. They're really a lot of fun. And I love seeing my family on the race course. It's really encouraging for me. So where is the best place to eat the night before the race? So we have eaten at many different places, and but I think the best for my family was Tony's Town Square. Now, I know that Tony's is not the high-end restaurant that you're going to find at Epcot. However, it is very family-friendly. Lady and the Tramp is playing in the lobby. The food is pretty good. It's on the dining plan, and you get 
the glimpse of the fireworks. Now, when they had the nighttime parade, it uh, went right by Tony's Town Square. And, you know, they're going to bring that back, the night parade. So, just keep that in mind. Uh, Tony's Town Square is a great place, and I would encourage you to try it. I'm often asked, are there babysitting services? So for the race weekend, you're going to have to be on the bus by 4.30 in the morning. The child care services at Disney do not open that early, and Run Disney doesn't provide child care either. So your best bet is to bring another family member that can stay with your kids. Uh, A lot of times, it's older siblings or uh, grandparents, but families work this out. You know, we get adjoining rooms and uh, so that somebody's in charge of the kids when we leave. So yeah, just just bring a family member along with you. Now, should your family go to the finish line or stay at the resort? And I think this is strictly up to you. I know, like I've said, that I have been totally encouraged by having my family there. And especially if I'm running alone, it gives me that boost to know that they're waiting for me. However, we have decided that it was just best for them to stay at the resort and enjoy the pool or eat a lazy breakfast. Either way worked out great, and I think it's just kind of up to you and how your family likes to do things. And even if the weather's kind of iffy, you know, you can make it a last-minute decision and just have the have the fam stay at the resort. But either way, it's great and it's a lot of fun for them. You know, they're going to have fun either at the park or at, you know, at the viewing stands waiting for you. So what should you do as far as going to the parks? Should you do them before the race or after the race? So, you know, you're coming to the race <laughs> Your family is like, you're not going to Disney without going to see Mickey, right? That's just a given. And we've done it both ways, but we really prefer coming early. And we like to leave Sunday after the race and get on home because I kind of like to get normal and get back to the groove of things. It's like, uh, you know, the race is over, the excitement's over, and I have a lot of anxiety and nervous energy, so I like to get that out in the parks. But the thing you have to remember is that uh, you, as a runner, need to get off your feet. You need to rest. So you need to keep that in mind. Maybe it's, you know, half the day, and you go back to the room and relax, or you just take it easy, sit down a lot, Whatever you do, you have to remember that you have a race. You need to hydrate. Drink lots of water. The parks really drain you, especially if it's warm. And you never know either way. Uh, Anaheim and Orlando, they both can have high temperatures. So just keep that in mind. You need to get off your feet. You need to hydrate if you're going to the parks before. Now, if you're going to the parks after... That's great, too, and I would suggest to keep moving. Do the race, get your compression socks on, and hit the parks because you've got to move so that your body doesn't stiffen up. So it's a great way to approach it either way. It just depends on you and how your family can approach the race. So I highly recommend that you get your family involved as early as possible 
in your running adventures. As soon as you sign up, get them to help you train and work on your costume. And if you can't, include them in the kid races and the 5K. You want to encourage the next generation of Run Disney participants, and you want to grow your running partner. And this is a great way to do it through these races. So if you enjoy my podcast, please tell your friends and invite them to join me too, because I love having you here. And if you have any questions, I will be sure to include them. And you can do that by sending me an email at kesselrunner77 at gmail.com. You can follow along on my blog at www.kesselrunner.com. Click on the podcast tab and you'll have some supporting information from all of my podcasts. Now next week, I'm going to talk about uh, Disneyland Paris again and what we did in Paris and how to approach your uh, trip to Paris because I know that you're not just going to Disneyland Paris and that's it. You want to see Paris. You have to see Paris. It's it's amazing. So I'm going to talk about what I did and maybe give you some ideas and of how you can enjoy it and some tips. So that is all from my Run Disney Galaxy this week. May the Force be with you.